Coming up on today's show, we're going to react to a Bleacher Report article that had Jerry Judy going to the Panthers in exchange for cornerback J.C. Horn. And then we're going to wrap up the show with some front office news. But before we get into all that good stuff, I was looking at the YouTube analytics. And in December of 2023, we picked up 328 subscribers from our videos. Meanwhile, this month, we were at 312. So we're not where we were last month. We do still have some days left in the month of January. So help us out and click that sub button down below so we can shatter our, Jan our December record. Now, let's get into the J.C. Horn trade speculation, rumors, ideas, if you will, from the Panthers to the Broncos. Because Bellicci Report came out with an article that went through all 32 teams and talked about what they could do trade-wise this offseason, and this was the idea they cooked up. But first, I want to set up a bit of a primer for what the Broncos have to work with going into the offseason. They are $24-ish million over the salary cap which means they are either going to have to restructure contracts, release or trade players, and Jerry Judy sitting at $13 million for 2024 cap it makes up about half of what they have to do to get back in the green. Now, they have a first, a third, a fourth, a fifth, and some other draft picks to go along with it, but they also have some key free agents they have to replace, like Josie Jewell, Will Lutz, but how about Kaywon Williams and Fabian Moreau, two guys that were slated to be starters Going Well, one guy slated to be a starter going into the season, and Fabian Moreau took over as a starter a few weeks into the season. But Bleacher Report outlined this trade idea. J.C. Horn and a 2025 fourth-round pick to Denver in exchange for Jerry Judy. So the Broncos get not the better of the two players, but to make up for that, they do pick up a future early day three draft pick. Now, before I tell you whether or not this is a good idea for Denver— I want to at least look at the facts here and kind of run through the stats because Jerry Judy through four seasons with the Broncos has been underwhelming. Now we can debate about why that is the case, but we all have to agree that after four years, the former Blinikoff winner and the 15th overall pick in the draft has been underwhelming. If I told you on draft day in 2020 that Judy with four seasons in the books would not have more than a thousand yards in any of those four seasons, we would all agree that is a disappointment. Now, in my opinion, it doesn't look like Jerry Judy is on track to get a second contract with the team. He's got his fifth-year option coming up this season. We all know that players in contract years tend to ball out. So there is a more than just small chance that Judy does return. But four years, we've got a pretty good idea as to who number 10 is. And that doesn't look like a player that the Broncos want to pay a whole bunch of cash to keep around for another four seasons. Maybe another team could fall in love with Jerry Judy, but I don't think that's going to be Denver. So when you take into account that Jerry Judy does not really appear to be on track to come back for a second contract, and then you look at Denver's cornerback room as we pair this trade together, you've got all-pro Pat Sertan. Jaquan McMillan's a stud, but he's a slot corner. You need another outside corner. And whether that is someone like J.C. Horn or just a player from the draft or free agency, Denver has to find another outside corner. I know George Payton said they believe Riley Moss can be a starting caliber player. Hand up. I don't. If he was, he would have taken over from Damari Mathis a long time ago. But J.C. Horn, through, through three seasons with the Panthers, has been one thing. Inavailable. Unavailable. <laughs> he has not been the most present player. 
through three seasons with Carolina. This past season, playing six games. Before that, a career-high 13 games. And in his rookie season, unfortunately, being limited to three games. But I want to look at that 2022 season a little bit closer. Because that was by far his best year, and he played the most football that season. Three picks, three pass breakups, did not allow a single touchdown in coverage. And Pro Football Focus ranked him 29th out of 118 qualifying players. So now that we've kind of run through the stats and things like that for both these players, let's revisit this Bleacher Report trade idea. Would you do this trade? J.C. Horn to Denver, Jerry Judy to Carolina, and the Broncos pick up a 2025 fourth-round pick. Yes or no? Scroll on down and give me your opinion as to whether or not this would be a good trade for the Broncos. Personally, I would prefer a second-rounder, but I understand that beggars can't be choosers, and I can see the upside of Denver selling themselves on former eighth overall pick. You could pair number eight with number nine and J.C. Horn and Pat Sertan, and if Horn is able to stay healthy, you're trading Judy on the last year of his contract, getting $13 million off your books, which you need to find a way to lower your overall cap hit, and you can get a day three draft pick out of it. That's not the worst package in the world. Is it as fun or as sexy as a first or second rounder? No, absolutely not. But I can also recognize that you might not have a whole lot of teams lining up at your doorstep to call for Jerry Judy if after four years he's got four seasons with less than 1,000 yards and a $13 million cap it for this upcoming season. Now, the other trade targets that Bleacher Report identified included New York, uh, New York Jets, New York Giants edge rusher Aziz Ojolari, and just NFL draft picks. So before we talk about what a trade could Ojolari or draft picks in general look like, I do have to tell everyone about our sponsor today, which is prize picks. If you want to be beyond locked in on the Super Bowl, as I assume everyone watching is rooting for the 49ers, well, make sure you do that with prize picks. Prize picks is super simple and user-friendly. All you do is select two to six players and then pick more or less on their projected stats. So let me give you an example of what I'm talking about. I'm taking the more on Patrick Mahomes at half a passing yard. That is what prize picks is doing for Broncos country. Just half a passing yard. You might hate Mahomes. You probably do. But I think we can all agree he can throw for one passing yard. I also like the more on Isaiah Pacheco at half a total touchdown. And then I like the more on Christian McCaffrey at 36 and a half receiving yards. So if you like my picks and you want to make some money while watching the Super Bowl, go to prizepicks.com slash CLNS and use code CLNS for a first-time deposit match up to $100. That link is in the comments and description of today's video. Prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Now let's look at the other two tr trade options that Bleacher Report identified for the Broncos. Starting with Aziz Ojolari, uh, former day two draft pick for the New York Giants. And through three seasons, he has 16 sacks, four forced fumbles, he had a disappointing 2023 campaign, so his value could be pretty low right now, which will make him very cheap to get if the Broncos think they can maybe turn his career around a little bit because we have seen some really good moments from Ojolari. And when you look at Denver's front five, they've got to find ways to bring pass rushers. The Broncos had a good community uh, committee, I would say, last year with Cooper, Browning, and Benito, but that's all it was, good. 
And when you watch Patrick Mahomes throw and run his way to yet another Super Bowl, you have got to find more horses to get after Mahomes if you ever want to win the AFC West. And so bringing on Ojolari could be a way to help accomplish that goal. So that was one of the Broncos trade targets alongside J.C. Horn. What about just getting draft picks in general? Well, here is Denver's 2024 draft picks. They've got a first, a third, a fourth, two fifths, and two sevenths. So they don't have a ton to work with, but they do have a first pick, first round pick, which will definitely bring in some interest for what Denver can do with their overall draft arsenal this year. Now, if you want to generate more draft picks, you can always trade back with those picks, or you can trade players away. Who could you trade away? Russell Wilson. No one's calling. Jerry Judy. Cortland Sutton. There will be phone calls. Sutton had 10 touchdowns this year. Jerry Judy has elusive and elite speed. Former Blinnikoff winner, former first-round pick by the Broncos. There is going to be more than just one GM out there that will be interested in trading for Judy. Left tackle Garrett Bowles, he comes off one of his best seasons of his NFL career. So for a team looking to anchor down the left side of their offensive line, Garrett Bowles is your man. And then Justin Simmons. I mean, an incredible leader to add to any NFL locker room. And then you toss in, he leads the league in interceptions since 2018, something like that. Yeah, I'm sure there are a lot of teams interested in four out of these five players. No one's calling for Russell Wilson, mostly because of his contract. If the contract didn't exist, I could see teams having interest in his QB services but they are not going to do the Broncos any favors when they know Denver is just going to release him, and they could sign Russell Wilson for a vet minimum deal. So, of those five guys and just the entirety of the roster, who, if any, if any, will get traded this offseason? Let me know down below in the comment section. I want to switch gears and talk about that front office news we teased at the beginning of the video. So Adam Schefter tweeted out earlier today, Broncos are finalizing the hire of former Saints assistant scouting director Cody Rager in a VP role within their personnel department per source. Rager will provide a fresh perspective for GM George Payton's staff and his familiarity with head coach Sean Payton from their time together in New Orleans. When I first saw this news, maybe I'm way off base here, but I thought, uh, did George Payton just hire his replacement? I know Sean and George work well-ish together, but in all reality, Sean Payton's calling the shots. And if things don't go well in 2024, for whatever reason, I think we're going to see some heads start to roll. And it's definitely not going to be Sean Payton because he didn't trade or extend Russell Wilson. And that falls under George Payton's jurisdiction. So I wonder if Sean Payton brought his old buddy up from New Orleans because he believes there could be a GM opening in a year or two. Maybe I'm overreacting. Maybe I'm getting ahead of my skis, but it's a little bit, uh, you know, unsettling if I'm George Payton, that Sean Payton brought one of his favorite, you know, front office execs up from New Orleans that is likely a candidate to rise to a GM position one day. And, oh, what do you know? There's a good contingent in Denver that's not too happy with George Payton's job over the last year or so. Now, that's going to do it for us on today's show. Thank you so much for tuning in. I always appreciate those of you that take time out of your day to come hang out with us here at the channel. If you are still watching, scroll on down and type me. That way I can get a good pulse of the end of the video crew.